0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime.
1: On Shell Week for politics here in Canada. Stories that matter, and one of them had to do... With the prime minister announcing that his marriage was over, we're also seeing, as I said, these clouds starting to circle the liberals. Do they have a plan to get out of it? And maybe a gaffe about housing that the prime minister made that he might be regret and I would make a bet it's already being put into some potential future ad campaigns. Joining me live, Brian Passifium, reporter with the National Post. Brian, thank you for being here.
0: Hey, good afternoon. Happy to be here.
1: What does it feel like for you covering this weird week? This doesn't happen all the time. It was a heck of a long time ago when Canadians went, oh, what do we do when a prime minister announces his marriage is over? It was kind of, especially in this time of social media and a lack of uh, decency, it was a test of of a bunch of things, Brian. What do you make of what's happened so far?
0: Yeah, this was, um, to be totally honest, it's particularly in circles up here, this is, you know, the marital problems between the prime minister and his wife are kind of one of the worst kept secrets on the Hill. At, uh, exactly. You know, there have been rumors for a long time yeah. about, uh, you know, this potentially happening. But so yeah, when it when it still happens, it's still announced. It's uh, it, it, it's still a surprise. You know, it's. Uh, you know, family, particularly in the early days of, of his administration, you know, family was always a big part of the Trudeau brand. You know, you'd always see him and his beautiful wife and, and three mm-hmm. cute kids, and it was kind of sort of the part of the package. But uh, you know, now it's uh, the question is we're kind of at the uh, the, the latter years of the of the uh, of the Trudeau administration, and it's sort of. You know, his family is important to his brand. It's just, you know, what? how has his brand evolved? So it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see kind of how it goes from here.
1: It is. It's also interesting to see how it unfolds. You know, I hearken back to Bill Clinton, his marital troubles, and then the debate about what happened with Monica Lewinsky. And then there was such a conversation in Canada when his father went through this. And we've, we now have social media. So the media people and journalists can make decisions. And then the rest of the world makes a decision on social media. And Brian, one thing's for sure i giving privacy. And, and right now it is just a marriage that fell apart. We may learn more details. They may be details that are private. They may be details that matter. Is there a feeling about that in the air?
0: Well, I think a, a lot of people are, are are asking why they want to know why it fell apart. You know, it, I, I don't think it's any mystery. You know, there's uh there, I'm, there's statistics that I'm not going to read off the top of my head because I don't know exactly yeah. what they are, but you know, it, you know political, mm-hmm. you know, political marriages, you know, marriages between politicians, they, they seldom last. It's, it's, you know, rates of separation and divorce are, are quite high among elected officials. It's, it's, it's a high stress, high profile, high grief job where you know you're away from home a lot. You know, particularly if you're the you know the, the prime minister of a country like, like Canada, you know, you're not going to be home a lot and. Uh, and it definitely takes its strain on uh, on the marriage. Yeah, so it, there's you know people are kind of clamoring right now. I don't know what happened? What happened? Is there are some sort of salacious details. It, you know, did someone step off on the other person? But you know those. You know, I'm sure details will come. I'm sure details will come out. But uh, yeah, it's uh, you know it, you know people will say that, oh, yeah, they respect privacy, things like that. But the thing is, when you're dealing with someone as high profile as as the leader of a country, you know, there's really no such thing as privacy. And I think that uh, whatever happened uh, will come out and uh, people will report on it and people will read and uh, either choose to be uh, annoyed or not.
1: It also plays into something that's happening, even if his marriage was happy and stayed together, is how long does he go on? Will there be a maybe not a walk in the snow? Will there be a walk in a, a tornado that have been hitting Ottawa a lot? And that kind of uh, goes along with this. Is is. We're always wondering when it's time to step aside. He's got some polling that is not great. He's stubborn and determined and he's good on the campaign trail. He looks and sounds and says that he wants to give it another go. But what one one wonders, and it is certainly political speculation because it matters. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And, you know, I, I, you know, one of the things about the, the you know, but this prime minister is that he's he's incredibly stubborn about what he wants and where he wants to go. He he intends to meet, you know, the next election. He intends to win the next election, whether that's a possibility, who knows it's, you know, this this government is, is kind of past its sell by date in my opinion. I think that it's uh, you know, time for a change. And I think that uh you know, I think Canada's had just about enough of true mania right now. So yeah, it's it really, you know, it's if anybody's expecting a walk in the snow from from, from this prime minister, I, I think they're gonna be disappointed. I think that he's going to you know, as, as long as the party chooses to to keep them keep him on as, as their leader, um, yeah, he's he's definitely taking this to to whatever the next election is in it. Most likely going to be in a few years. Um, he's going to meet, uh, you know, uh, Pierre Polyev, and uh, you know the voters will decide. And you know, if, if the polling as as it exists now stays consistent between now and then, is definitely, I think, it's definitely going to be a change in leadership. But yeah, and but you know, Trudeau, Prime Minister Trudeau, remaining in his post is going to be entirely up to the voters. I don't see him, you know, taking uh, bowing out, or I and I, I definitely don't see. His you don't think so? Hard as being a factor? No, I don't think so. I think I think that he's uh, you know he's, he's definitely got a goal in his mind. He's definitely got something he wants to achieve, and that uh, you know, and he'll uh, he'll take it to the pole.
1: All right. You know, the big cabinet shuffle, it was a way to change the dial. It always is. And often it matters more to people like you and I than it does to the rest of Canada. But they think it does. They put a lot of work into it. We're all reading what was the message here, who was promoted, who was not promoted. And does it get rid, more importantly, of some of the problems hanging over this government? Brian, it's a bit mystifying to me. And I, I would say this week did not go that well after the shuffle what do you say
0: yeah it was it was the biggest shuffle since he came into office and it was it was surprising but also not surprising like like people like marco mendicino who has become a liability to this government He's become a liability to uh to to the prime minister's desire to stay in power you know he's, he's he's messed up some pretty big files as public safety minister and i don't think it's of any surprise that uh that he's uh completely out of cabinet now it's uh you know whenever a cabinet minister you know grows inconvenient for the prime minister their days are numbered in the city um another one is anita anand uh you know being uh being shifted from defense to uh treasury board uh, president and honestly it's um you know she she says it's not a demotion people around her are saying it's not a demotion but i think most observers are saying you know like defense is one of the most high profile portfolios in this cabinet and she's being shunted down to uh To Treasury Board. So, yeah, I think most would agree it's promotion. I don't think she she would ever come out and say it wasn't. But, But, yeah, we saw seven high profile ministers shuffled out of the position, seven rookies put in another place. So, yeah, this is the team that the prime minister wants to take to the the next election. I think that uh, this cabinet shuffle has made that quite clear.
1: Ryan, that the housing comment about the responsibility of the federal government in housing. I, and as soon as he said it, and as soon as um, most people heard it, it was not a reach to say he had to regret it. I mean, he kind of put himself out there, Brian. I mean, housing on Canadians' minds, the crisis is deepening every day locally provincially nationally. And it's also something he said that he had his eye on in those heady, sunny ways days, Brian, how much of a problem could this become for Justin Trudeau, the prime minister in the future?
0: Yeah, we, um, it was was a little bit of an eye raiser. Like, just off the top, you know, he, 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 Prime Minister is technically right. You know, like, like housing is not kind of solely mm-hmm. a, a domain of the federal government. But at the same time, there's, there's a lot of factors and there's a lot of things that the federal government could be doing and should be doing to, to make housing more attainable. Like we're, we are in a housing crisis right now. It's, there is really no other way to say it. You know, it's unless you're, you know, in a two income household making a lot of money, like, like no one could possibly ever hope to, you know, Save for down, you know, down payment for a million dollar mm-hmm. mortgage. You know, we, like it's it, the prime minister during, uh, you know, his appearance in Hamilton said that you know housing is not a federal mm-hmm. responsibility. Well, we, we he just appointed a, a Sean Fraser who was the immigration minister, moved him over to the, the minister of housing. You know, the Canada know. Mortgage <laughs> you know, Home Corporation know. is a, is a federal crown agency, and they're in charge of uh, implementing Canada's housing policy. Um, you know, there, there's, there's a lot the government could and should be doing about housing. And, and uh, the prime minister's comments, they yeah, you know, it just it, it seemed like an abdication of responsibility. It was kind of like it's out of control. And he was trying to deflect blame from him, himself and the government by saying it's not a federal responsibility. Well, it kind of is. You know, the, the, the provinces and municipalities rely a lot of, on, on policy direction and, and money from the federal government in order to be able to, to do what they do.
1: It is. And it was a bit bizarre because he was announcing an infusion of money for some housing starts in Hamilton. So it, it kind of it kind of seemed like he was saying, here's what we're doing. Here's other things we have our eye on. But by the way, we don't really have to. We're hearing all these reports that the liberals think they have a communication problem. Well, if they just shuffled the cabinet and that's the, the new communication, I don't know, Brian. I, I think they, Houston, they still may have a problem.
0: Are you able to clear your next four segments on the show, and we can talk about the communications problem with this government? <laughs> it's, it's,
1: it's a huge issue. Everything
0: from you know, yeah. from uh, you know, like just weeks yeah. after a week after appointing a new housing minister, appearing without him to make a housing announcement, <laughs> um, down to things like the fact that you know, reporters you know submit government you know questions to government officials and, and ministries, and you know, we have to wait days or weeks to get answers back. Yeah, you're, you're definitely right. There, it's a communications problem. I think that. You know, you've got a government in power now where they've, they've kind of lost sight on the fundamentals. Things like how to communicate policy, how to, you know, how to, you know, make an announcement without putting your foot in your mouth. And I think that's something this government has has, has yet to master. And I think that, uh, you know, if, if if they're not able to take care of the basics like that, you know, what what hope could you have for you know hoping for some some sensible, sound housing policy?
1: It is, and you know the communication of that really matters. And you're watching the conservative leader use it, and and really kind of dangle that that problem. It needs to be fixed, and he may be able to do it. It's up to him to come up, and eventually a plan has to be put forward. In my opinion, it's it's certainly not a simple problem, and I don't know if any politician should be promising it right now. But I'm just wondering, from your observation here, exactly to your point on all these things that seem like they're not working, we saw this with the national security crisis. We had furled brows about it. It's not that this was the first government to have problems in, in that way. It's just that their reaction to it. How much do you think this comes from the prime minister? Sometimes leaders are, are stubborn. Many of our previous prime ministers were stubborn, stubborn, and for some of them, it led to their downfall. What do you see? I mean, we, we talk about not just character, but the way a person turns into a politician and how they and how they work with things. Is that what we're watching here?
0: Well, one thing it's it's important to understand that any any politician, particularly somebody like the prime minister, has, has has teams of staff members behind them, communication staff, policy staff, advisors, and really when it when it comes right down to you know what you, even the words that the prime minister says they're they're all drafted by speechwriters and, and crafted and approved and things like that. So yeah, when it comes to things like communication and, and sort of the basics like that, like you you can't like you got to look at uh, you know the. You know the the people under the people behind the the scenes thing. And when it comes to to things like housing, like you know, was it scripted that he would respond to that by saying mm. it's not really my problem? You know, he should be go go down to Queens Park and talk to Premier Ford about it. Like that's 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 not the best way to handle, particularly when the, the whole point of the announcement was housing. You know, it's it's abdicating responsibility and shirking responsibility it just makes it seem like it's like. You know, this seems like a very sloppy attempt to damage control. And I think that's uh, something that uh, particularly in the latter stages of any government administration is kind of a death knell.
1: You know, it is. On the other hand, he's got time. 2025, there is a deal, but we're all watching, you know, it, it won't leave my mind. It won't leave a lot of Canadians' mind. And this is not just for Justin Trudeau. We, we watch, we say, will they or won't they? What are you watching for? In the
0: next few. Well, months. and that's the thing. You mentioned this deal. You know, like, like, like mm. Singh doesn't. I don't think he realizes that he's kind of the most powerful man in Canada right now. Like he's he's promising to hold this government to account. He's promising to keep the supply and confidence deal that they have with the Liberals. To, you know, that's pretty much the only thing keeping it from this government from falling. Is 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 his enthusiasm towards it? But the thing is, like, like it, it's it's kind of rich seeing you know seeing Mister Single on, on 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 social media and, and make all these proclamations about how that government is doing. It's like, well, you're the one who could do something about it. I'm not saying that a election right now would would solve a lot of things. I don't know if that's the case. I really seriously doubt it. But at the same time, it's like you know you got to look at the other factor of the equation here. You have to look at you know the, who's doing what, who's setting policy, but also who's enabling that policy.
1: It is. Final quick question here, turning to the conservatives. I mean, they've got some polling problems with their leader. They've tried to uh, deal with it, not just communications, uh, gone with the glasses and new outfits, but... We've also got a government that's handing them things on a silver platter. Eventually, though, they will have to offer real solutions to some of these problems. But it's it's got to be a disaster for the liberals right now at this moment to look and see where those polling numbers are going, even with the challenge of a conservative leader that Canadians are not quite sure of.
0: Yeah. You know, despite the protestations of, of of some Liberal Party groupies and you know, uh, uh, members of what's called True Anon online, these, these rabid followers of of Justin Trudeau who just will you know who embarrass themselves just to you know prove themselves and their mm-hmm. government correct. Yeah, it's, it, it's right. It, it's you know PL Poliev offers a really serious threat to this government. You know, is it, mm-hmm. look at his poll numbers, and and not only just his poll numbers, but also who is expressing his support. A lot of young people who normally put their 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 banners beyond the Liberal Party are turning conservative. They're 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 wanting to give this government a chance. People that uh, you know for for you know for, for, for decades you know voters voted Liberal. They would never consider voting Conservative. But you know that that's something that uh, you know the strategists in the in the Liberal War Room have, have got to be have got to be panicking over this. That they're they're losing support. They're losing their base. They're losing the immigrant vote. They're losing the young vote. And you know and
1: I'm here in Atlantic uh, Canada. They lost the Atlantic Wall. Yeah.